there was a secret holiday that everyone seemed to know about except for us. I didn't know all about it. Well, I forgot about it, and then no one had school, and then that became like a thing. And Came then, up quick. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're back. It is, oh, what is it? It's January 18th. I'm Chris Cote. It's not, is it January 18th? It's January 18th. It's almost Holy 2023. Shit. It's, we're right there. It's Chris. like happening. Yeah. Let's address the elephant in the room. What is it? My new jacket. Oh my gosh. So, for the audio listeners out there. So I walk in, right? This is good right here. For the visual, I mean. I'm wearing a dazzling ensemble. It's, I have a brand new quick jacket. Quicksilver. Quicksilver, excuse me. Brand new quicksilver jacket. It is the Highline jacket. It is Gore-Tex. It's made of recycled plastic bottles. It's lightweight, but also has fur in there to keep you warm. Can I? This, can I insert? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can I insert yeah, my t- hand? Yeah, in touch here? that. Touch that. That is that is nice. It is highly waterproof. It's lightweight. This may be the best jacket I've ever gotten from Quicksilver. Wow. Did you help design it? Did nope, you help go one, sit in the snow? Not and... one bit. I just got it because I'm on the team, and this is here's. Here's the jacket for next year that you need to be in now, so that you. So may... you wear you'll wear this snowboarding. Yeah. Couple layers. No, I don't even know if you need a couple layers. Look at I this. Feel Can it. you it's, see it's the like... fur? Yeah. I think you need like a smart, like a smart underlayer, like a. Um... A beneath apparel, potentially. Maybe, but maybe something a little bit more. But I don't Staunch. think you. I don't think you really need to go deep. It's fuzzy. It's blue. I like the color. Look at the color. I like the color too. And it has like, te- like, see, look at like the little texture. It looks like that'd be ripstop material. Is it ripstop? Oh, rip you should know the technical elements of the clothing that you're representing, Todd. Ripstop rip is what I, what my current state of riding is. Rip and <laughs> I, stop. I stopped ripping. Oh, he stopped ripping. Well, I'm take it off now. Okay, that was uh, Todd's product plug. The new Quicksilver jacket. Highlight. You can't get it now unless you get you're Todd, but you can get it probably next month. You can see it now. I don't know when it comes out next year. Anyway. So Todd's living in the future in his new jacket. This is the Monday Mass. This is the world's greatest action sports podcast, a.k.a. a podcast about an action sports podcast about nothing. Uh, And another is I don't have to go to China. Oh, yeah. That was a that's been big talk around here at the Monday Mass headquarters. Yesterday. So what's going on? Yesterday I got out of the water and um, I'm changing and I get this phone call. From a New York um, area code. You're like, oh, and anytime the New York area code comes up, I'm, I think I'm like in trouble. Yeah. With NBC. Usually you are. So I answer the phone, and the talent head of talent goes, "Hey, uh, I just want to let you know, um, we're not sending you guys to China." And I let out a shriek in the parking lot. I mean, it's, and 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 to not, I mean, to make a long story short. Um, is basically because they have some people that have been on the ground there for a while and you have to go through all these obviously checkpoints to get into the venues. Right. So if you test positive going through one of these checkpoints, you are taken by the government okay. to a quote-unquote two-star hotel where you spend um, like quarantine time until you test negative twice. Wow. So... They are basically like, look, if you guys test, if you guys are, uh, get over there and you test positive and it's the day before the half pipe comp, there's nothing we can do because it's the government. NBC can't do anything about that. Oh, right. Yeah. So they're having us call it out of, um, Stanford, Connecticut, which is completely fine by me where, you know, 
I've done that a million times. I, I we can really, still do the podcast from we there. We can still do the podcast. It's kind of going to be it's going to be vampire hours, and you can look at porn on your computer if you want. And not that you were going to. I'm just saying, like, if not you, uh, in general, like a, a person, like if you like wanted to, the people that live in in Stanford, and you can bring all the CBD and yeah. gummies and whatever you well, want. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that we're going to be on vampire hours, so it's like because because of the time change, there's yeah. 16 hours between. Um, the U.S. East Coast and China. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm so happy. I'm happy for and you. And then, and then, because of that, I don't have to stay as long. Right. You go for a week, right? Right. I just pew, blow in, I blow out. I'm you know, happy for you, Todd. Big game. I'm really happy for I'm you. I'm fucking ecstatic. I felt like yesterday, like you know, like one of those days where you get some good news, and you're like. Katrina in the waves. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Walking, Walking on sunshine. sunshine. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to tell everybody out there, I uh, hope you had a great Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That was the holiday yesterday. Uh, obviously, a lot of positivity and joy going out on social media. I wish it was like that every day. You know, I think when you, when you go on Instagram and there's like a beautiful picture of this legendary man and a quote, I mean... As cliche as some people might think it is, or, you know, like not a real gesture, I think it's cool. You look on there and you read all, like, I read a bunch of quotes that I'd never seen before. So, um, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That was a, a day, a day of remembrance yesterday, a day off for most people here in the world. And it was a, it was a good time. And what, how did you spend your day yesterday? Free day, free day off, surfing, family. Um. I got that phone call and I was basically paralyzed with joy for the right. rest of the day. You were walking on sunshine yeah. all day. <clears throat> yeah. I went to a you ever been paralyzed with joy? Yes. Like you can't believe it. A joy pee. Like I kept trying. I was like literally, I mean this sounds so stupid because people have no idea how, you know, how neurotic I am about shit like this. Oh, I know. I know. But like literally I just, I just stood there. I was like, I can't believe it. Did that just happen? Right. Is this a dream? Am I dreaming? Yeah. China's, I mean, look, China's freaking awesome, but not, I don't think yeah. going there under the current set of circumstances would have been the greatest thing. I don't think so either. I think uh, you and NBC all are making the right decision. I'm, I'm happy for all of you. Let's get and on guess what? with the podcast. With that, I don't know if you can do it or not. I don't know where you're going to be, but Camp Shred is coming back to Cardiff when? by the Sea, February 12th through the 13th. I'll be there on the 13th. See? Because if you were going to China, you would also miss Camp Shred. Oh, if I was going to China, I'd be there for an additional 10 days because they couldn't get me home. So, for those of you out there who don't know what Camp Shred is, it's the world's largest surf demo. The last time I went to that was, it was like the week before COVID shut the freaking right. world down. Yeah, and it's been, uh, you know, it's, it, it hasn't happened in the last few Are years. Are you playing? Yes. TSOL played last time. Do you think you can hold up t- to TSOL's no. legacy? No, no. No, TSOL is, is it just the you? best. Or no, you cut you up. Okay, so here's what it is. For those of you who don't know, it is an incredible weekend of surfing, Man. fun for the whole family. Debatable. Um, every pretty much every surfboard brand is there. You can go and ride hundreds of all the new boards, all the new boards you can demo. You can. I surf wonder if my model will off. be there. It might be. If chemistry guys are there, your model might be there. I should probably ask them if they're going to be there. You should ask them. And you got wet, so you can basically try before you buy. Surfboards, wetsuits, sunglasses, skateboards, 
Um, tons of food trucks, donuts, coffee. Panic and coffee. Oh, Panic and will be did there. Did you say donuts? There'll be donuts there. There's donuts all over the place. Um, so, in years past, it was a surfer magazine event. You know, it was kind of a thing. But our good friend Scott Desiderio, along with the crew, Christian, and the guys that basically started this whole thing, they brought it back. This is a DIY, non-corporate, awesome surfing event on February 12th, and I actually, hmm. so I booked the bands, I'm kind of like the cruise director, entertainment director, so of course I booked my own band, because that's what you do, right? <laughs> Who are some of the other bands? Uh, okay, so on Friday, or I'm sorry, Saturday, February 12th. So it's Saturday, Sunday, correct? Saturday, Sunday. Um, we've got three incredible bands. I'm going to play you one right now. Who is it? This is uh, our friend, O. Oh, Otis. shit. And his new band's playing. And this is Harshmellow. They'll be playing on uh, February 12th at, I think, 1 o'clock. This is a good riff rock right here. Very fluffy. So good. I love this part right here. I mean, that right there, that's like... It's like fluff, dude. It's the second coming of fluff. It's it's awesome. Is that but, why it's harsh mellow? Because it's kind of like fluff. It's just it's better. Did you even think about that? They didn't they didn't cross your hemisphere. Who else we got? Harsh mellows playing. Listen, I'm listening to you. You're not even paying attention. Of course it sounds like fluff. No, oh, it's the singer the name, of fluff. Fluff. Harsh, harsh mellow. mellow. So it's like the opposite of fluff. It's like a hard like a hard. Yeah, but like they're both in the marshmallow yeah. family. Yeah. That would be it. Do you, do you work for Rolling Stone magazine? <laughs> You're like a music expert. Uh, we got the Bent Duo. Let's Bent Duo. What do they sound like? Rock and roll. This is a father-daughter oh, really? two-piece rock and roll band. And Brian Bent is the leader. Ripping. Oh, rap. Yeah. So we got Bent Duo. And then we have uh, a little band you may wait, have wait, heard Wait, wait, wait. Let me choose a song. Don't. Well, they're not all on there. Uh-huh. So we're just going to go with the hit. 42,000? That's not even the best one. Well, what's the best one? You know what the best one is. This, this is uh, our hit song from, you might remember it, from Andy Iron Section, the campaign under the influence. That's not the best song. What's the best song? Best song from the first album. Well, that's going to be, ooh, I got news for you there. Will you, yeah. Wait, will you just sing it? The have, the have not. Oh, we got that. That's the best So, one. February 12th, you've got Harshmellow, Bent Duo, Cut You Up. And on that day, the first album, Pulled Over, Your Eyes Are Telling Me Different, Son, will be re-released on streaming services with three bonus tracks. One of these bonus tracks, an unheard Cut You Up song. Did From you guys the re- late 90s. Did you re-recorded? No. And there's a live track. Huh. Yeah. It's gonna be uh huh. it's gonna be a huge international huh. hit. Huh. Wow. Okay, so and oh Sunday. Oh my god, I almost forgot about Sunday. Iron Sage and Wood and Yovi. Yovi's playing. So well. music it's both gonna days, be it's gonna be a very busy prizes. weekend for Brandon. Yes. And the Super Bowl's on the on the thirteenth. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Who do you think's gonna be in the Super Bowl, Todd? Ah, uh, the Red Sox. Yep, definitely. Um, since I'm the sports, I'm the sports guy. I'm gonna say the Bills are gonna be in Super Bowl. 
And I, I haven't looked at the who's bracket. The, Buffalo who's Bills. The, who's the band at the Super Bowl? Do we have? Have we been told yet? Uh, it's something shitty. Usually, the I'm Super sure. Bowl is always happening during the Olympics, but I will not be there for it this time. You'll not be at the Super Bowl. Or no, the Olympics. Have you ever commentated a sport besides snowboarding, surfing, skateboarding? Yes, car rally, car racing. Rally car racing, parkour. Parkour, yes. My son's a big fan of your parkour commentary. You know, that's re- really weird. That did, where did he see? Did he watch it on YouTube or something? Yeah. That's yes. so crazy. He searched it up because I told him, ultimate, like, oh, my friend. MTV's Ultimate Parkour, parkour Challenge. <coughs> yeah. I hosted that with yeah. uh, Street Bike Tommy and... Street Bike Tommy. And, um, God, what was the other Ding Dong's name from Nitro back in the day? Um, it's a moto dude from Canada. Freaking... Um, funny guy. Really funny. All right. I forget. Good anyway, story. Good story. So, yeah, Camp Shred is happening. Put it on your calendar. It's honestly, if you're a surf turkey like us and you love surfboards and If you're local, gear, you just go there and you walk around. You never know who you're going to run into. Yeah, and if you're not local, it's totally worth traveling to because you can camp at the campground. So it's a big campgrounds area mm-hmm. and every campsite will have, you know, like Channel Islands, Rusty, Chemistry, um, Rain Sunglasses, Cardboard, whatever. So and You can demo all this yeah, stuff. You can demo everything and you can camp there all weekend. So you can basically dedicate your whole weekend to trying as many brand new surfboards as possible. Camp Shred, February 12th and 13th. I always wondered about like the wetsuit demos. That's a lot of... It's just like, wet. I, wet suits. I can't not pee. pee in a wetsuit. Like as soon as I hit the water... Yeah. Full bowel empty. Well, I mean, excuse me. Shit in your <laughs> wetsuit. Bladder. Don't shit in your demo wetsuit, please. Please. Can you um, imagine that? If that no. was your thing. You're like the best surfer on the planet, but like as soon as your foot touches the water, your bowel is just empty into the wetsuit. Okay, that's a good would you rather. Would you rather surf <laughs> like John John Florence, but literally every time you hit the water you shit a lot it's like a you know like yeah, like it's soon it's like some it's like weird, a big one it's like a weird neurological thing yeah. where as soon as your foot hits the water you just you fully shit. or you surf like yourself and no shit <laughs> i think i i think i'd go for the poops I, i'm 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 surfing like john john just be like your, don't surf next to me because it's like everywhere. your thing yeah i'm you down i just clear a lineup Hey, Todd, before we get into the actual action sports news, let's talk about our sponsors because they're great. We've got Herschel Supply Co. at Herschel Supply. I imagine you're not going to be bringing your big Herschel Supply bag. You're going medium. I'm still going for a little bit. For eight days. Yeah, but, you know, I start to think about, like, what do you really need for eight days of in-studio vampiric snacks? Like three pairs of pants. Yeah, I mean, can, you can do it in sweatpants, right? Dude, corduroys, you can wear no. one pair of corduroys for like a week. You can't because if you're shifting your legs around while you're talking, it'll be like, and coming up next, we've got Sean White dropping it zip zip. And everyone's like, what is the zip zip? I don't wear it's cord- his corduroys. Zippy corduroys. You, I've seen your cords. He wears giant deep purple cords, <laughs> flare bottoms. Uh, Herschel Supply Co. at Herschel Supply. Do they make cords? Um, no, they, they do make good. No, they army, make good cargos, army and great up. bags, and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna be getting some Herschel Supply Co. Scavenger Hunt goodie bags for Camp Shred. That's, Hell a, that's yeah. big news. We got Beneath Apparel, BN3 TH Apparel, BN3 TH Apparel. Use the code MASS20 at checkout. These are the best underwear you will ever wear. It's like I 
I, I don't know anything different now because I've been wearing them so long. I don't have to think about being uncomfortable anymore. I just think about the joy of, oh, in the morning, you know, my drawers filled with them. I'm very lucky. You could be lucky too. Get yourself some underpants. Are they the best underwear you've ever worn? Honestly. Damn. Straight. Be, don't, yeah. they're, they're not like, just, you can tell not. me, are they the best? No, they're good. Dude. They're the best. They're the best. Okay. Thank you. Nanocraft CBD. That's one thing you have to bring to Connecticut. Now I can bring it and I don't have to worry about going to a prison. I didn't think you had to worry about that before, but now you definitely I don't did. have to worry about it. Well, you did. I didn't. Um, we have code there. Mass 20. You just traffic in illegal substances. I'm not. Over it's not illegal. Well, now it's not. Well, you know what I got right here in my Bubs. coffee? Bubs Naturals. Yeah. And I remember, and somebody, somebody actually mentioned, they said, wow, Todd was very complimentary to your hair last episode. And they said, let me see it. So I took my beanie off. Dude, you, and, you're I said, going, and now you're even like going as far as getting haircuts. I'm getting haircuts again. It, I mean, I'm I, not, attribute, I, I attribute a I'm lot of this kidding, to Bubs dude. Naturals. It's I'm seriously coming in dude. thick. It's, the, it is like growing, collagen is helping growing in a places lot. that you never had hair before. That's right. Like we talked about last time. There used to be a horseshoe forming, and now it's just an island is growing up out of the sea of skin. Island. Bubs hair. Naturals. At Bubs Naturals. Uh, yeah, Hanson Surfboards. Yep. The, I mean, this shop right here goes way back. They go way back, and they've got everything you need. Hanson's goes hard. They go hard. And there's a, a lot of uh, knowledgeable, great people that work in there. Mass 10 online orders only. Yeah. You can't get Mass 10 at the counter. You can try, though, and see what happens. Yeah, you know what you could probably do? If you want to get that discount, order it online. And pick it up. And pick it up at the shop. Can you do that? I don't know. Dude, <laughs> you should know okay. that before. Let me, th this is, of course. Of course. So, a couple months ago, I was trying to get one of those new... Xboxes, right? Like the ones that are really hard to get. Yeah. Okay. So I went on Target's website. Yeah. Okay. And it said that the store in Encinitas had them in stock. Yeah. So I go to the store. I'm like, I would like to purchase the Xbox One. You're like, the Xbox, like, whatever. It's on my thing. Please. Xbox X. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Sex box. And they go, oh, you can only get that online. And I'm like, but what do you mean? They're like, yeah, you have to order online. You can pick it up here. And then I was like, you mean I can't actually just ask you for it and then you give it to me? They're like, no, you have to go on your phone right here in the store, order it, and then we can give it to you. So did you do it? Yeah, but it was like the dumb, it was like the dumbest. Remember that, what was that movie where the, where um, Jonah Hill tries to buy the shoes? In, I think it's 40 year old version. It was an Amazon store. And oh, he's like, yeah. I, I won't, I'll have these. And she's like, no, you have to get it on, get like, on it was, eBay. It was literally yeah. that. Store. Anyway. Well, we'll see if you can do that at Hanson. Either way, it's a great, it's the best shop. Back in coffee and tea. Do oh, you like coffee? I do you like tea? Do you like accessories for your life? Like shirts and hats and sweatshirts? Oh my God, I'm wearing the, the sweatshirt again. Etc. You're wearing the hat. Is that a hat? Is that a pedicure hat? Uh... They no, do have, have one like this. They got bitch and beanies though. They but you can really go to Panic and Coffee and Tea here in Encinitas. You can see them at the airport oh, in yes. San Diego, or you can go online and get your coffee and order it and send it across the planet. And you know what? I think Folgers made up the best part of waking up. It's Folgers in your cup, mm -hmm. totally false. The best part of waking up is panicking in your cup and seeing the boys and girls. That work behind the counter panicking because they are some of our favorite people. They are just, you the know, best. they're super nice, but they're not too, they're not like overly nice. You know, they're not being fake. 
the best. They're real and they're awesome. up is not dying in your sleep. Panicking coffee and tea. You online. You're probably watching or listening on you online. Are you online right now? And check out the Cantori and You podcast. There's some great episodes up there. A lot of fun stuff regarding Southern New Greens. New Greens. At New Greens. Look, I had so like a lot of new greens packed up, ready to go to China because right. I wasn't sure if those vegetables were going to be coated with suspect things. You never so know. I brought all new greens and then pure prescriptions. I had all my vitamins, my perfect immune, my uh, elderberry gummies, my sea gummies. I had all this shit. They have a new one called Dream Time that I was going to bring with me in case my Nanocraft CBD uh, nighttime formula wasn't able to make it. Right. But I'm still bringing it. Now you're really bringing Anyways, it. So now you're really bringing Mass it. Mass 20 at checkout, New Greens. Um, they have been a, a longtime sponsor of the show. It's uh, it's people Years. from people from snowboarding. Years. Started a company. And my buddy Devin's fucking rad, so you should buy that shit. Yeah. And be healthy. I'm sure he really likes the advertisement you just gave him. It's a good, you what are you talking about? The end was a little abrasive. Buy that shit? Yeah. Why? I just, you know... It's a little abrasive. What was the What was the movie where they were they just gave you the truth in advertising? Kentucky Fried Movie. No, it was another one. It was like um, I forget. Who Buy it. this movie or something. No, it was like the ad was like Jaguar for for strange men or oh men, strangers gosh. who want to get hand jobs in the backseat of a car. I want to say it was like movie forty nine or something. No, it was like a, I forget what it was. That movie was great. I think Dustin Hoffman was in it. Dustin Horfman. Dustin. Ho- Dustin Horfman. Dustin Horfman. Um, Adventure.io. Get the app. Adventure.io. This is a place where dreams can and will come true. You could come sit right next to us and do this podcast with us and then go walking around town and we'll buy you coffee and Todd will give you we'll both ex- just get old, up. old jackets. We'll get up and be like, it's your podcast now. We'll be like, high five. You're, you paid us to be the host of this show. You, go for it. You do it. Adventure IO that has some really epic adventures, once in a lifetime things. Get the app Adventure IO. And finally, Pedal Electric. Pedal Electric Bikes. I rode my bike here today. Todd, you're going to be riding your bike here next week. Can't wait. It's coming. It's awesome. And now that you don't have to go to China, you're going to get it even quicker. Pedal Electric, pedal.electric, codes, photos, videos, nudes, all coming soon. And with that, let's get into the show. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Guess what, Todd? What? The WSL has announced their full schedule. And crazy at people. At the end of it the year. It was called Crazy People. That was the name of the movie. I have never seen that movie. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. And the movie's called Crazy People. Oh, it was with Dudley Moore. Dudley? I do love some Dudley Moore. Right, Arthur. Okay. Arthur, it does. And Daryl Hannah was in it, too. I love Daryl Hannah. Oh, that, that shows my age. Daryl Hannah and Dudley Moore. Anyway. All right, so the WSL announced the 2022 Championship Tour finalized all the events, 10 regular season events, Give me and one. the WSL Finals Give me one location. event we should really care about and why. Pipeline, January 29th. That's the first event of the year. It goes Pipeline, Sunset, classic Hawaiian power to start. It's like getting shot out of a cannon Do you think start the tour. that the current backdoor shootout champion, Mason Ho, will... Get a wild, wild card. card. Uh, I'll tell you about the wild cards. But let me tell you about the tour. Okay. Paniche, Portugal. Super Tubas in March. Bells Beach, Margaret River. Your classic Oz leg. 
And then the mid-season cut. Ouch. 36 men, 18 women cut down to 24 men, 12 women. And those lucky 24 men and lucky 12 women will start their do you ever, do you think back that, half of the tour at G-Land, Indonesia. It's like a WSL bris. It's just savage cut. And then... You know what a bris is? Yeah, that's a circumcision. Yeah. And then we go to Trestles, Sakurama, Brazil, Jeffreys Bay, Australia, Chopo, Tahiti. And then it's over. Did I do that right? I think. Let me see. I, I feel like I did it wrong, actually. Why? Where would it end? I read that. I got. I. I. I saw. I cut. Wrote that down from stab, but I well, just. That, so you don't think those were in order? Well, I think I did it. I think he said it wrong. Here we go. <laughs> is it starting, Chopo? Okay, we got Pipe Billabong Pro Pipeline, Hurley Pro Sunset Beach, yep. MAO Portugal, Rip Curl Pro Bells, Margaret River. Oh, here's where I, got, I think I got things twisted. Tell me. G- Quicksilver Roxy Pro G Land. Maybe you'll get to commentate that. Because you have a Quicksilver snowboarding jacket. I would love to be able to do that. And here's where I was mistaken. And here's where now I'm correcting it. Surf City El Salvador Pro. June 12th through June 20th. Presented by Corona. The Oi Rio Pro. June 23rd through the 30th. The Corona Open J Bay. Also in July. Okay. August. Tahiti Pro. September 8th. The WSL Finals at... Lower trestles. Okay, so that's, that was that's way, the end. way off the beginning. That's part. the end. That's the end, but we still have the mid year cut. And in terms of pipeline coming up right around the corner in about 10 days, the, pi- the Billabong Pro pipeline. So I don't. So it's not the Pipe Masters anymore. Billabong Pro pipeline. Interesting. Anyway, you got Moana Wong. You got Baron Mamiya. These are the, Men's and Women's these are the wild, wild cards. cards. Miguel Tudela also got a WSL wild card. He'll be mm-hmm. joining his fellow Peruvian ripper, Luca Macinas La Maquina. And the waiting period for the Belmont Pro Pipeline starts January 29th. Do you and it th- goes all the way to February 10th. Do you think that Mason is on a short list of wild cards? Because sometimes you know. they're gonna. I'm sure they'll have pipe trials. And they and they pro. I think Baron Mamiya is the highest ranked um, surfer in the Hawaii. Uh, Tahiti region. Mm-hmm. Um, the backdoor shootout has no bearing on the Billabong Pro. Yeah, I know, but you know, just for like when someone is sentimental, having, yeah, having a hot year. God, I mean, ever like everyone's having a hot year. All the pipe guys, but I'm sure there will be pipe trials, right? Which we're constant. We're always cheering for Mason Hill in the pipe trials. Um, so you watch how many how many days of the backdoor shootout did you watch? Just one, actually. There's one. Mm-hmm. So, what was your takeaway? Um, well, obviously, they were. We were having this banner run of waves here. Yep. They were having that banner. There. Banner. It was it, when pipe is that big. It's a completely. It is just like you're just watching a surf video every two seconds. I mean, people were getting such long barrels. Yeah, it was that was wild. It was so fun to watch, and at the end of the event. Mason Ho got the individual win. Team Snapped 4 got the team win. Well, that was what? Parker Coffin. Oh, I forgot there's a team event yeah. in there. Well, that's the whole thing. It's mainly a team event. Let me see who's on. I'm doing my research on online, on the internet. You got Baron Mamiya, Benji Brand, Mason Ho, and Parker Coffin on the winning Team Snapped 4 taking out the Dahui 
backdoor shootout, Kalog race, got a 12-point ride. I thought that was awesome that people could get bonus points. Yeah, they're just like, no, that's a 12. We're giving him a 12. Um, so it was a, it was it was fun to watch. It was just like it was just on YouTube, right, and on Surfline, yeah, was, and just kind of out there. But um, it was just cool because it, it it fit. I don't know. It kind of filled a a desire that a lot of people have because we didn't really get we yeah. didn't get the traditional um, pipe master end of year any of that stuff at the end of the year. So we were kind of dying to have to see it again. I, I don't know. I and really, that's one of those comps that I think is really entertaining, no matter yeah what your level of surfing is. I really enjoyed the commentary. You had uh, Rocky Cannon, mm-hmm. and I, I think he had a couple of different partners throughout. But there was moments when they were really getting deep into like Hawaiian culture and history, and you know, then they're like having fun. The little pigeon thrown in there. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, commentary is not easy. And they had, I think, they had like two, maybe three guys on the team the whole time. And they crushed it. Rocky Cannon was the anchor. Rocky still it rips. Did he still have his dog that surfs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogs I'm sure. Um, another, I got more CT news. Right. This is like a very contest heavy thing. Okay, so one of the best young up and coming surfers, Caitlin Simmers, qualified for the championship tour. Saw it. I got this via stab. Qualified for the championship tour. And she said, eventually my goal is to make the CT. But I'm declining my spot for 2022. I want to work on my surfing, spend time with my family and friends, and go to school. Wow. And be mentally and physically ready for that 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 is a great decision. She's awesome. She's an incredible surfer and so funny. We talked about this before, but, I mean, it's how long do you think it'll be until... I mean, Caitlin Simmers and, and, um, you know, that age bracket of like the, the, the real changing of the guard yeah. where like it's just teenagers are going to take over the tour how long do you think it'll be until we see three years you think that's that'll be the flip yeah well I think you already have Betty Lucicura Johnson on there you've got um, young server from Kauai uh, who qualified around the same age um, Molly Pickham now is coming from Australia to take Caitlin's spot so we're starting to see the changing of the guard you yeah. still have the the, the the big five Carissa yeah uh, Caroline Marks Tatiana Steph Gilmore Tyler Wright but it's I mean it's they're gonna there's, be there's a crew edged that's out knocking on the door yeah. I mean Sierra that's not Kerr. even rain Sierra Curry yeah. in the mix and stuff so so interesting that's pretty cool um, Taj Burrow actually gave her props because Taj Burrow did the same thing when he qualified he felt he was just a little too young waited one year cruised onto the tour and very awesome. that's so cool i think that's that's it says a lot about a person's character when they you know just kind of turn it down for like i'm just not quite not, not ready. ready yet okay yeah. everybody chill i'll be back uh stab is also doing their end of year picks their surfer stab surfer of the year italo ferrera's picks came in italo picked italo for Surfer of the Year. Is that weird? He picked Italo for Movie of the Year, and he picked Italo for... Is that weird? Part of... Uh, edit of the Year. Is that... No, kind of, I is think that, it's funny. But is that kind of like... I mean, I... I think... I honestly think he was doing it to be funny and also kind of to send a message like, I'm... I'm Italo is here for Italo. It's kind of like... I don't know. It's kind of like if you had like a, a shirt with you on it. Like, say there's a shirt. I've seen him wearing an Italo shirt. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. I was just, I'm the kind of guy who, I think I grew up with too much um, heckling from oh, yeah. my East Coast yeah. skate crew that there's no fucking way that I would ever vote for myself yeah. on anything 
or where anything that had me on it. It's interesting because I fully agree. Like I won't even wear, I would never wear my own band t-shirt. Yeah, it's weird. I can't even, like I wear a Monday mask beanie, but like I put it, I'm like, ah, I can't do it. Like my own shit, I can't do it. But if it, if the tables were turned I guess, and Gabriel that? Medina put, he, he voted for himself, people would just go off on it. But for some reason, Italo gets a pass because he's like, Ah, I honestly think he was being funny. Um, but also he's got like this swagger and I hate that word, but I don't know. I think it's you like that word swagger? Swagger? I hate it. I don't like the word swag either. Like, dude, give me some swag. give me this swag, bro. Do you remember when okay, so swag was a full on brand. It was a brand. And I always thought that when you got free stuff from like a trade show, it was swag. S-H-W-A-G. Swag. That is the worst word ever. And then swag became, it was this snowboard brand. For women, right? No, it was for men too. Did they have a women's brand? Not Pom Pom. Remember when, Uh, remember when. Yeah, so remember like every brand in snowboarding for a long time had like, you got guys brand, girls brand. Yeah, but what, I mean, I don't know. I just always thought like when people started calling shit swag. Yeah. Like, who started that? Dude. Swag. I want to just thank you. Thank my sponsors for all the killer swag this year. I've been swag. Thanks up. for all the tchotchkes. Sick swag. Speaking of swag. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the tsunami. Oh, yeah. Remember? You know, so way back in the day, a big tsunami hit. And I was in Australia. Here? No, it hit. Like the it box- did hit like Hawaii. The Boxing Day tsunami? I think I've only no, been... No, I think this was in like... Before that? February or... I don't even know, but I just remember being in Hawaii, and I made a video, like, Tsunami Party! Hey! Drutins drew it, because everyone just thought it was like a joke, and then it actually hit and like, messed some things up, and I remember immediately taking the video down and feeling horrible Wait, about it. When, so this was like... When was this? 12 years ago? Okay, because the only, the only tsunamis I remember, and this is... There's obviously the Boxing Day tsunami, the gnarly one that hit um, Indonesia. Right. And, and uh, that movie was made after, about right. it. Right. Yeah. And then I remember there was another tsunami, well, obviously the Japan tsunami. That was like the most devastating one that's ever freaking happened. Yeah, that might have been the one I was joking about. No. Which is not cool. No, there's no way that you were joking about that because that was like, yeah. there was a lot of fucking people done. I yeah, keep, I, keep, I wouldn't joke about I keep it. dropping that bomb. I'm sorry I'm dropping that bomb. Really cussing. But then there was one when we were doing... We were doing the live broadcast of the Olympics in 2010 from Vancouver, and there was an earthquake in Chile that that triggered a tsunami warning up and down the Pacific and for the Hawaiian Islands. And I do remember when we were in the half pipe or border cross finals, yeah. we had a lower third of our screen was a shot of um, was a shot of Waikiki. Yes, a live shot, and the tide went way okay, that was out. the one. That was the one that I was joking about, and I but I and I remember. I don't think anyone died, but like big a, surges, right? A bunch like, of harbors got like Santa Cruz Harbor got yeah. wrecked, and a bunch of boats got wrecked, and I just felt bad. Like it's one of those things where I but remember everyone like, was up on top of Diamond Head, like, yeah. looking down. It's like you can't joke about it until after you know everything's fine, dude. Even in in this tsunami, um, the big earth, uh, earthquake underwater explosion in Tonga. We had a tsunami warning here Saturday yeah. morning. Um, and then... And what happened? They said, 
don't go to the beach. Yeah. Everyone went to the beach. Yeah. And then, you know, nothing really happened here. I guess I guess there was like a, a couple people could see the surges going into Santa Cruz. Well, no, even around here. Into the um you can, side. If you were if you were near one of the estuaries, you could see the surges. Yeah. But see the Santa surges. Cruz got like they They had some flooding. You could really see it. Yeah. Well, I hope there's no more. I don't like. I don't. I don't. No. I don't like natural disasters. Tsunamis se. are the scariest. I think and of all. Tonga is an incredible, beautiful country. It got. I mean, it got smashed, and we don't really even know the extent yeah. of the damage because it, there's no internet. It's like everything got like washed out. Yeah, the fiber optic cable that runs through this through the floor of the ocean was destroyed when the explosion. Yeah, happened. I mean, it looked like a nuclear bomb. Right. Straight up. I just think it's so like. You know, as soon as this happened, and occasionally it's weird because you know, like those things that you really are scared of. Sometimes yeah. you go down rabbit holes. Yeah. On those on the internet, and if you, I mean, just on YouTube, and you just YouTube search tsunami, oh, it is horrifying. so scary. It's the, the scariest thing ever. The the visuals of the tsunami hitting Japan are just it's like, unbelievable. That's end of world, unbelievable end of the world type of stuff. So thankfully there wasn't. A, I mean, obviously positive thoughts to rebuilding Tonga again don't know the damage but did you see I'm not the, ever joking around did you see again. this okay so there's a, like a Tongan guy fighting a palm tree did you see this one he's I like did. punching a palm tree wait they're watching the tsunami first wave of the tsunami come in he's just punching a palm tree and then it comes up over the bank and he's wearing a life jacket punch he's like oh flexing at the tsunami and there's comes, somebody filming them yeah and it comes and just rips him and like I did put a comment on that you did I said, and this is why lifeguards have to yell at people. Because, it, it, and I, I can't say shit because the second I saw a tsunami warning, I'm like going straight to the beach. Yeah, but you, you're up on top of a 200 foot block. But still, I mean, like, what, like, humans are stupid. You know, there's, oh, like, there's a fire down the street, let's go. There's a fire at the chemical factory, let's go. <laughs> we just like to see shit happen. We just like to see shit. Yeah, what's humans up like with, to see stuff. What's up with Julian Wilson dropping a new brand at this time of year? Julian Wilson has uh, just dropped a clothing hammer onto the world. He's got a new brand called Rivia Projects. Rivia Projects is... Uh, okay, so the name came from his two kids, River and Olivia Rivia. Mm -hmm. Got it. And so far there, I've seen some trunks, kind of like a golf shirt. Julian Wilson generally with the polo, you know, he's like a clean dresser mm -hmm. you're not seeing him in outlandish wild fashion um but the stuff looks good you know it's like grown-up clothing cool and if we know anything about you know like that kind of leisure active wear that you can golf in and cruise around in like viore men's yoga wear that'll never in. work Men's yoga wear. Come on. Who's going to buy men's and yoga now wear? now everybody's buying men's yoga wear because it's the most comfortable shit you can wear. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, Chris Miller, part of Viore. Oh, we should get Viore to sponsor this podcast. And um, he's one of my favorite skateboarders, obviously, but he's also an amazing surfer. And I shared a wave with him the other day and right. I put it on my Instagram. Hey, Siri, text Chris Miller. Hey, Siri, text Chris Miller. Okay. Text him. She's going to do it. What do you want to say? Hey, Something. when's Viore going to sponsor this joke of a podcast Cote and I have going? Question mark. Your message to Chris Miller says, hey, when's Viore going to sponsor this joke of a podcast Oh, you really? Yeah, you're going to say 
That is... Ready? Don't send him that. I'm just gonna That's send not that. very professional. <laughs> I, uh... Should I spell Viore wrong as I yeah, said it here? Yeah, definitely. How do you spell Viore? This is how... This is our business. This, this is a little peek behind the curtain of the how business you, of How the do you money. spell Viore? Uh, it's Viore. How? B A? Yeah. B U? Yeah, you just spell it like it sounds. V-I-O-U-R-I, I think. V-I-O-U-R-I. V-I-O-U-R-I. Do it like a spelling bee. That doesn't look can right. Can you give me the uh can you give me the root of the word? Can you use it in a <laughs> sentence? Okay, keep going. Uh um, this is how we do business. Chris. What is the uh what is the what is the, the verb? To viewer. To viewer. Uh Ventura Surfer Dimitri Poulos one. The 40th annual Rincon Classic in Perfect Waves. Talk about an event. I didn't even know this was that you happening. Should, that we should have entered. I don't know if we can enter it. I surfed Rincon once, like 20 years ago, but I mean, absolutely perfect overhead Rincon all the way from indicator all the way to the inside. I wouldn't even know what to do. Jesus, with that many turns on one wave. Oh uh, well. Dimitri Poulos did. Have you seen this kid, sir? No. He's so good. I'm going to go back and watch He will be on the championship tour in a few years. Sweet. Yeah. So, congrats, Dimitri Poulos. And that was uh, Robert Surfboard's team rider. That was Surf News and Skate News is brought to you by BN3TH, Beneath Apparel. Because skateboarding demands a certain type of lift and hold and tightness of the... uh, midsection Grundle. that Beneath Apparel provides. The best skateboarding underwear, underwear, underwears. Um, okay, so Jenkum.com, yet another great article. I'm going to ask you some questions, Todd. Uh-huh. These are signs that you are an early 2000s skater. Okay, go. You broke your mom's computer downloading skate videos and porn from Kazaa and LimeWire. Ooh, LimeWire for sure. I don't think I ever downloaded anything from Kazaa. But I definitely downloaded a lot from LimeWire. I think I still have songs on my computer from, from LimeWire. Lime yeah. Dude, that was sure. LimeWire was sick. You could get albums like months before they yeah. came out. Uh, there were still rollerbladers to beef with. Yep. At parks. Yep. Yeah. I have no beef with rollerbladers. I'm a fan. Todd Hazen, whatever. Dick. What else? You spent many sunny days playing the newest Tony Hawk Pro Skater on your beanbag chair. Dude, and it wasn't even just a beanbag chair. It was called... um. A sack. Love sack. Love sack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shoelace belts. Shoelace belts. Yep. I still rock that sometimes. I forget my belt. This one's good. <laughs> this one goes deep right here. You are an early 2000s skater if you fantasized about Leanne Tweeden from Blue Torch TV. Dude, Blue Torch. Yeah. Leanne, was, she, she, was, she was actually super was cool. There was so much money at that point in time. Like Blue Torch. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're just going to throw like... $10 million at this random fucking action sports channel. Website, yeah. Blue Torch TV. I think I got some Blue Torch money, like $4. For sure. We all did. And you have to go to jankum.com to get the entire list, but the this, last these one These are good is ones, though. DC Shoes was the Nike SB of the time. Dude, DC. When I got on DC in 2001, two, yeah, 2000, yeah. It was, I was like, I couldn't even believe it. Super team. It was like the super team. Yeah. And that was when they did like the super tours. They had Bruce and Andy and Dane. And and for skating, they had Stevie Williams and Danny and Colin, Colin. Moses Itkonen. Moses Itkonen. Wait, no, Ed I, don't, Conan. I don't know if Moses was still on there in the early two thousands. Abe was on there. 
Yeah, Abe had the best shoe. Oh my gosh, that was a good Deirdick. shoe. Josh Kalis. Kalis. Deerdick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. That I Jankum's so good. And then another one on Jankum is, so Jay Maskus did an interview talking about skate video parts. Dinosaur Jr. has been used in so many skate video parts, but he was answering about his own personal likes. Mm-hmm. The first part that he liked was Neil Blender. And he met Neil Blender, circa Bug, mm-hmm. best dinosaur Jr. album. Didn't he, he, did by... he did a bunch of stuff for Jay Maskers. Yeah, they became friends, and I would be imagine imagine that fun weird session Jay Maskers and Neil Blender. Do you do you remember? I think I'm not sure if it was Future Primitive. I think it was Future Primitive, where there it's O and Blender and Lance, and they're skating, like they skate through Blender's house. And then they go and they skate some curb next to a bush. And they're just doing... Maybe it was Ban This. I think it was Ban This. Maybe it was Ban This. I think Steve Sherman, our friend Steve, made Ban This. Or filmed a bunch of it. Really? Yeah. Anyway, that was awesome. And we'll go down... We can go down that wormhole another time. Uh, happy birthday, Half Cab. Vans Half Cab, 30 years old. Wow. Do you have any? I don't. I remember you I had them. I remember when people were cutting down cabs. Yeah. And to make the half cab, and they would duct tape the top. I think Solomon Agar kind of started that. All right, so I wondered now if this is the 30th anniversary of the half cab or the cab cab. I didn't go that deep into my history. What do you mean? Like, is this when the actual production version of the half cab came out, or the cab cab? Let's. I'm gonna hit up. I hit up a source. You got a source. While you're hitting up a source, the Grindland documentary on Thrasher magazine right now is epic. It is so good, so interesting. It goes from the early days of Burnside to 2019's Rip Ride Rally. Talks about friendship, struggle, triumph, and tragedy of DIY pioneers Mark Redscott and Mark Hubbard. Monk. Yeah, I I watched so that. So good. I watched that the other day. God, I loved it. It's really good. It's so cool when you when you can just go to a website. I mean, Thrasher is obviously probably it's it's amazing, but a full length documentary just right there. You don't have to rent it. It's just there. You can just watch it. It's the cool awesome. thing. The cool thing is, and um, uh, the interviews that they have in there are amazing in the work. It kind of just tells the story of Red and how he was like. Somehow had a southern accent, but was from like yeah from just rural like outside Portland. Yeah, like uh, everyone thought he was just like crazy country bumpkin, and yeah, they went to his house, and they're like, "This is like a normal house." <laughs> but I loved when he goes, you know, my dad was a carpenter, and so he basically gave me a hammer and a drill and as much wood as I can use, and he made like fifty skate parks at his house. Dude, I skated, I skated Burnside. When it was just a bank, really, to that wall, yeah. And this was, I think, this was nineteen ninety one. I think the first time I skated it, it was probably like half of what it is right now. Mm-hmm. But just walking up to it, you get this feeling of like, oh wow, this is like outlaw skateboarding, and it's still like that. Yeah, I got to get back up there. Uh, yeah, I think Robbie Morrow took me there when I first started riding from Morrow. It was ra- obviously it rains a lot in Portland, and it was like the only place that they had to. Uh, yeah. To skate down in Portland. Red and then we're probably there when you're skating. Huh? Probably. Yeah. I just remember it was like really dark and kind of dank and it was like wet but not wet and Robbie was, you know, being Rob Morrow, so he was a psychopath. But that was a that was a time. Yeah. Gosh. So but that cool. video is so great and it kinda you know, it shows you the mad genius that 
you know, yeah, uh, you know, the late Mark Hubbard and, and Red. Well, you know, when they first started building those parks, Lincoln City, you know, these gnarly skate parks, people were like, what? This is too big. Yeah. Nobody can skate this. And it changed. Like, they didn't wait for skateboarding to change to evolve the parks. They just went ahead and threw in these freaking gnarly, huge parks. Yeah. And skateboarding eventually caught up. It was crazy because, you know, when, when I would spend most of my summers at High Cascade in, at Mount Hood, we would oftentimes go down to... Um, Burnside, or go down to uh, city. city I like your use of oftentimes. Oftentimes. Oh, we would oftentimes go down to the but, down the mountain. But those guys would come up to to government camp, and we're talking about you know at a point in time where it was a very puckered butthole camp. Like they didn't really let anyone come and skate, and these dudes would be like Sage and Osage and Red and Mark Hubbard. And all of these fucking gnarlers would show up, and yeah. they, they were, they were so gnarly, yeah. And they were all hammered, and Red never, never skated with pads on, and it was no. like, you know, uh, Ben Cron, and like all these, all like the Northwest just destroyers would show up at camp, and then whoever was in charge of the skate stuff, there was always like one. Dude. He just had to step aside. No, no, he was like he had to be the one that like went and told those guys they couldn't skate. Oh yeah. And then it would be like this big thing where Worst the dudes job. just yeah. But I just I remember that, and then I remember the guys at Burnside saying, "Don't ever come to Burnside with your school buses full of kids. We're gonna take all their stuff." Yep. I was so glad I wasn't part of that whole nightmare. Oh my god. So good. Yeah. So watch Grindline yeah, Dog. For sure, watch super that. good. Uh, Jack O'Grady from Sydney, Australia has won the 2021 Street League Trick of the Year for the 50-50 on a rail, mm -hmm. Ollie, Gap, 50-50. It's a crazy trick. I, you I got 10 grand. I haven't seen that yet. So good. Oh, Dickies and VF, who owns Dickies and Vans and all these companies, uh, they just put $300,000 into a brand new Dickies Skate Plaza and Fire Station Park. Where's that? In... Fort Worth, Texas. Oh. So that's Te going to be Texas is slowly awesome. becoming this mecca of where to go. Yeah. I like I, I, I mess with Texas. I love Texas. Mess, mess with it. Uh, Ryan Sheckler left Plan B. What does that mean? I don't know. Is he going to start his own thing? Probably. Why wouldn't he? Um, At uh, this point, I, like who's... When you think about number one selling board brand. Right. Who, like who do you even think of now? Fucking awesome. Um... I think does really well. Uh, kind of, I feel like the kind of cooler, like niche brands, Madness, I'm sure sells yeah, boards, um, Polar to a certain extent, Welcome, yeah, um, Enjoy. It's, it's not the big, it's not the big four anymore. I think I bet Powell still. Oh my sells gosh, no! The the most board. selling board right now is Andy Anderson's board. Is it really? Yeah, the thing sells out. Anytime they make them, they sell out. Do you think Element's still a player? Um, yeah, I think so. I Man, I've seen like some. I've seen more Una Uma Una landsleds at parks and stuff. So I think it's pretty like spread out in terms of who buys what. But I think you're always gonna have people going into at least you know locally or whatever. Or like, you know, if a guy our age goes into a surf shop or a skate shop and he wants to start skating and he's gonna buy like a cab board or you know a Tony Hawk board. It's, it's, it's just really know. interesting to me because sometimes I just think about like, okay, what. Who are the brands that have been around forever, like Stereo and Real and yeah. Santa Cruz and Powell? And... Stereo sells boards? They're all yeah. selling boards. Santa Cruz sells yeah. a ton of boards. Oh, yeah. Santa Cruz probably I mean, I don't know. 
I'm making this up. Interesting. Uh, lastly, the new Ashad Nike shoe looks sick. Does it? And I was that guy. What does it look like? I emailed a guy Can that I haven't talked to. Describe it. It almost looks like a retro Jordan pared a down a little Mid-top? No, it's a low top. Low. Mm-hmm. But you, it looks cool. You Did you? I, I was that guy. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be like, and I said it. And do you, you know, beat around the bush? What's up? Go? I'm going to be that guy. I haven't talked to in a year. I've never skated in Nikes. Would love to try some. And I don't know if I got the wrong email or the person I emailed. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we'll see. I hate doing that. We'll see. I really hate doing that. I might just go buy them at a shop. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Snow News is brought to you by K2 Snowboarding. Uh, have you ever heard of a place called Sasa Fay? <laughs> Sasa Fay is how you say it. It's in Sweden. Todd, no, it's not were, Sweden. It's in Sweden. It's called Sasa Fay. And it's, um, there's, there's tunnels there. And it's it's mainly a cement downhill skate park. Sasafe. But in snowboarding Sasafe, news, Sweden. there's a place <laughs> called Lax. Lax. That's what I said. Lax. Yeah, my mouth doesn't do the same thing as yours does. Many times. It's in Switzerland. And it's called Sasafe. Yep. And you, asked, you did something. I did. So last weekend. We talked. Last weekend was the final... God, I can't wait. How is it already the finals? Because I feel like the season is kind of like not even started yet. Yeah, it's so weird. But this is, I can't wait to not be talking about, because there's so many other fun things that are about to be happening in I just want to talk about Sean White. And you're... So it was, the, <laughs> it was the final qualifying event to send a team over to the Olympics. Right. Um, Sean White got on the podium there. He got third. Yeah. Um, Panic and coffee to solidify his spot because up until that point it was kind of um, it wasn't a given that he had qualified. I think he listens to the podcast and I think you probably got him a little fired up with your questions last last week and totally warranted. What are you doing, bro? Just tell us. Yeah. So that being said, John White is qualified for the Olympics. I is I, he gonna I do know what he's go? doing. He's going to the Olympics and it's going to be his last hurrah. I don't think he realistically thinks that he's going to end up on the podium. I know that he left he left Locks after getting third and went straight to Copper Mountain, called up, you know, the people at Woodward and said, "I need that damn airbag set up because apparently now we're getting into the, you know, we're getting into talking about Olympic halfpipe and how this is going to play out." So, there's like four or five people that have the triple cork. Right. Apparently, well, Scotty James had kind of a shitty weekend at Locks last weekend. Yeah. But apparently, he has the switch triple cork on lock. Like, he, if he does switch it, triple cork, switch triple cork. So he he goes into it backwards. Like a like a it's gonna yeah. So anyway, psycho. Apparently, he has it on lock. He's okay. like the only dude who can land it all the time. But he mm-hmm. just didn't get a chance to put it into his run last week because he just was sucking. Yeah. So it happens. I think that Sean is setting up an airbag to. Dude, I don't know. if Where do you put an airbag in a half pipe? Kind of at the bottom. They have to cut out the wall and basically match, put the airbag there like you were going to launch off the wall. It's, it is a weird one. So you you would launch and do the spin mm-hmm. and kind of like try to mimic landing on the wall, but you're landing in, on a flat I think, airbag? I think they have one now that kind of resembles like the way a resi would work. Oh, so you are actually landing... In transition, sort but it's of. soft. I think so. I'm not. I'm not. Popular. I don't. I don't want to uh, be forced to do anything that requires uh, cutting a half pipe in half and landing on an airbag. That sounds really scary to me. But I just. I think that's crazy that we have. Um, we have that happening where you know, Sean is 
at at best right now the run that he has probably like, and if ever let's just say everyone lands because not everyone landed at locks right that's why Sean ended up in on Sweden foot. most of the guys in Sweden landed at the other right. locks the other the other people yeah um but if everyone lands and Sean does the best run he can from the last Olympics he's he's somewhere mid pack of the top ten going into finals so how did he get third everyone fell okay well that could happen in the Olympics it really could yeah so. Um, I'm not counting them out. And in other, in other Sean White news, he just dropped his new board company, White Space. Just oh, dropped. I saw that. Fifteen hundred dollars snowboards. Where do you sit with that? I mean, I have a, I have a K2 board. I loaned it to someone. And I just realized I haven't gotten it back. <laughs> but like, okay, so snowboarding is expensive enough, and you're gonna drop a fifteen hundred dollars snowboard. Well, I mean, there's fifteen hundred dollars surfboards. Yeah, but that's. But I, it's. I don't know. I feel. And, I don't and see anything wrong. With I was that having. Personally. I was having a conversation the other day about this. So nowhere back. So Sean. Sean was riding. Sean was riding Burton boards for what, like sixteen years or something. Yeah. And they weren't off the shelf, Burton boards. These are like these are like custom made boards for him, custom flex pattern, custom materials, okay. custom stance. When he got off of Burton and got on these new whatever boards that he's been riding. Okay. I kind of, I kind of feel like his, you know, maybe the boards are not. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I have a, I have this weird thing about. I want to, if you're going to charge fifteen hundred dollars for a snowboard, I want to know where this board is being made, why this board is costing fifteen hundred dollars, because I know that you can, like, ninety percent of the snowboards in the industry are made in like two factories. Right. And, the. Uh, cost to make a snowboard and the cost at wholesale is about the same for all of them, no matter what you put in there. But sudden, and that's like you know, a high end snowboard right now is like eight hundred bucks maybe. Okay. Where are you getting almost double that price? Like where does that come in for um, a, for a board that isn't any more special? Like what are you are you putting? like gold dust in there like why does it cost that much cocaine i mean i can it's see that comes if you it. came and you said there's cocaine this is the cocaine it's core in, it's in there it's the colombian Dude, see we need a snowboard company colombian core this board's got a lot core. it's got a lot more bounce a lot more pep it's fast it's colombian core yeah i could see that i could see you being like fifteen hundred dollars for colombian well, let's core. start a board company but stay with me I'm with you on how, the Colombian core. Yeah, but how are like I just don't. Why do you think they're? Char- do you think he's charging fifteen hundred bucks because well, he can? No, they're limited edition. It doesn't fucking matter. They're signed and numbered. Whatever. Look, but, I'm just telling you. But this I'm just, is why. But do you think it's because he can? I think it's because. Do you think those by boards, the numbers? Do you think those boards are when you strip the construction down? Do you think they're any different than say? A Capita or a K2 or a Yes board. I don't know. I'm just saying. The, the, what makes them different and unique is that Sean White has signed and numbered each board. Each board was probably made, you know, like if Capita makes 100,000 boards, mm-hmm. Sean White only had 100 made or what, 1,000. And so they're limited in the resource. They are customized. Mm-hmm. So it's for a different consumer. There are plenty of rich so, snowboarders so out there. So basically, you're, you're saying that he's charging fifteen hundred dollars because he can. Because yeah. I can tell you right now, knowing that I've, I've been in the snowboard industry, making like had a company, I remember did the whole thing. I I've written there the is nothing, 
that is in that board that he is marketing that would put a $1,500 price tag on it other than the fact that he can. And that it's limited. And that's my thing is, is like, look, dude, limited. Well, then you could also say like, oh, well, our brand, we ran out of materials to make. This podcast is limited edition. Yeah, exactly. We're pretty limited too. But I'm just saying, snowboarding is so fucking expensive as it is. It's already a nightmare to get your kids on the hill. Do you think that that's, you know, if you were really there for snowboarding, do you think do you think that offering a board for $1,500 is helping the cause? I think a lot of uh, this happens in every sport. You know, like in basketball, for example, certain players would come out with like a $1,000 shoe and it came in a leather box. And then you have Shaquille O'Neal. I guess you're right. You have Shaquille O'Neal yeah. that makes $20 shoes yeah. and sells them at Payless or whatever. So I don't know. Don't, I, I would say burst drop gets a pass. Fifteen hundred bucks, signed, numbered, limited edition, all good. Next drop, maybe do something that a kid can buy in a local shop. Mm-hmm. How much is a the top of the line Burton board right now? I, I was saying like eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred bucks. I, I don't even know. Really. I used to work at Hanson's, and Hanson's Surf Shop, and I was so lazy, and probably stoned the whole time. This is way back in the day. And I remember this lady came in. She's like, oh, I got my son. I need to get him the uh, boots and a board and clothes. And I was just like, I don't know anything about snowboarding. Because I didn't want to work. <laughs> and I passed her on to this other guy who worked there. And he made like $300 commission. And I felt stupid. Hey, Chuck. was this... not a good employee. I just got some. But I'm a great employee and ambassador now. Um, well, I don't know. I, I just kind of have a problem with that. But okay, so moving on. Okay. Um, we also have coming up next weekend is the natural selection event. It's yeah. happening once again at Jackson Hole. Sweet. That's the first stop. Second stop will be Ballface. Third stop will be uh, Tradio Lodge in Alaska. Um, that's happening in non-Olympic news. We also have uh, Danny Davis's Peace Park returning to Mount Bachelor. We had to. We were getting ready to drop this thing back in 2019. Yep. Then the world ended or 2020 and the world ended yeah there's so tsunami 2022 we're gonna do it mount okay. bachelor what do you mean we well i'm doing it you're doing him. it i'm with him good job yeah i'm helping to plan this thing with, with i Davis know and how to dig a ditch i can go dig a jump ditch, i'm not actually you want to go maybe go yeah to? i do yeah yes let's invite me i'll get you officially yeah, mount bachelor is like one of the most fun places to snowboard on the planet it's outside of portland right yeah near south of it you mean Sweden? Yeah. Red Bull Heavy Metal went freaking off. That, okay, this... This is so cool. This contest is so rad. It, I go Heavy Metal Olympics. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> that good. They basically take a, a spot that people, you know, go and do urban snowboarding in. Yeah. And they turn it into a contest venue. Yeah. And let people like Zeb Powell Hi. go bananas. Zeb Powell is my favorite snowboarder. Right now, he, I um, saw him last week. At I know. Days. I wanted you to introduce me to him. And was that wait? Was that? Did we talk about that before last? Yeah, last he was time? literally two blocks away, and I just wanted to meet him, and I didn't, I didn't get to meet him. I've been weird to show up. I'm like, oh, I was, I was coming to Wendy's. I did go. I went over there after we did the podcast that day. I had to go and get some stuff, and I at Wendy's. At Wendy's. No, Frosty. no at the grocery store. Frosty and French fries. They were still going, and I went over there. It was Jack Matroni, uh, Scotty Lego, Nora, and Zeb. Yeah, they were filming an X Games commercial. Yeah, 
It was cool. They weren't snowboarding in the parking lot this time, which I thought was cool. I know. I wish they would have done that. Uh, another contest that just happened that is kind of more along the lines of fun, mm-hmm. the methodology events. Uh, you know where that went down? Gunstock. Gunstock. That's what is that? What is Gunstock Mountain? Gunstock Mountain is outside Guilford, New Hampshire. That is where I went to school. Gunstock is where I would ride instead of going to class. Really? Yes. So Gunstock sounds to me like a classic East Coast small mountain. It is. It was, but it's there's awesome. like I, I was a I was a snowboard instructor at Gunstock. How many times have somebody tried to buy Gunstock and the locals were like, "We're not selling that," and then the hilarity ensued. Don't go changing. Don't go changing. Anyways, um, Gunstock is awesome. It's uh and and um, Pat Moore had his methodology event there, which is a great. It's it's a great kind of it's like a race slash. Uh, comp where if you do a method you get I think you get like time like yeah. time off of your race um, really cool um, Pat's always giving back to the New England scene I think that's fantastic and Pat Moore's having a baby he's having a baby not him but his wife because... oh that's a magical right. mystery of modern science no, but I think his wife's congratulations to the Moors uh, yeah and thank you because the the proceeds from Gunstock methodology go to yes kids is a boston-based organization focused on inspiring youth through outdoor activity and lastly mm-hmm. or at least lastly on my snowboarding news research volcom is the official outfitter for the u.s snowboard team mm-hmm. they have unveiled their uniforms for the winter olympic games in beijing mm-hmm. and they're they're interesting they're pretty you know like standard stuff it's hard. I can't. I have a hard time getting past like USA huge and flags on gear. Like I, I'm just done, done with it. But mm-hmm. they did make a kind of like a sick oh, coat? like blazer, but it's a snowboard jacket blazer. I have a really hard time getting past the whole youth against establishment and um, backing Terrier's boycott of the Olympics, and now they're the official clothing sponsor of the Olympics. You know, things change. People I, evolve. I and I, I, I think it's good for the Olympics to have a company like, you know, usually it's like Polo, Ralph Lauren, or whatever, mm-hmm. Gucci. No, it's cool. I mean, it's it's cool. It's also, you know, it's really, it's to me, the irony is it's a little bitey. Because it's like, you know, Burton was very much, they put out these... Uh, these t-shirts back in the day that had handcuffs in the Olympic uh, rings and they, you know, they yeah. were like all about the boycott and then suddenly they're the official outerwear and then Volcom is youth against establishment and then next thing you know, it's, they're all about being established. Well, I think it's like if you're, you know, if you're an indie rock band and you're slugging away in clubs yeah. and you're having a good time and then all of a sudden the Rolling Stones are like, you want to open for us? Hell yes, we do. But I just think, don't you think it's better to like, when you think about, when you think about like a, like let's say a skater or like something like that, where right. it's just like, we're just a fucking brand. We're, we are whatever you think we are. Yeah. You I don't I mean? get it. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, okay. So well, well, if you come out with a slogan, right, that's like yeah. youth against establishment. That was You're, their slogan. It's not it, their slogan anymore. Whatever, but still, there's a lot of us that remember that, and that's what they they were like very punk rock, very like a punk rock poster. And that that was like 1992. I don't I don't care. It's that's, true to this now. That's the backbone of the brand. True to this. True to this is a Jeffy is a Jeffy Anderson 
right. book, the late Jeff Anderson, who was very much in Volcom when it was Youth Against Establishment. Yes. All I'm saying is, is that if you're a brand and you're coming out, maybe my advice to you is don't pigeonhole yourself with some tagline that's going to come back and bite you in the ass when you become successful because I don't care. Like who world's you. greatest action sports podcast. Yeah, but that's true. That's sales. We're that's just, just str- that's just smart marketing. We're just selling it to you. Well, but I see we your are, point. We're a podcast about nothing, so that leaves it open. Yeah, that's we, true. We might not even cover any topics that we think. I see your point, but I will always back Volcom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They have, they just, have an awesome, I get. I see your I'm point. I'm just laying it out. I'm, I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing the USA rah 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 gear mm-hmm. I don't own any clothes with American flags on it I don't own any clothes with USA on it I don't even cheer for Team USA in the Olympics because I like the underdog story and I will cheer for the homies you know yeah. Brock Crouch Red Gerard sure Sean White I'll cheer for everybody but I want to see the dude from Kazakhstan make it onto the Olympic stage oh my god I want to see Wait. the kid from Argentina. I have breaking news. That's got, I've got snowboard I have chops. Bra- I have breaking news. I just like the underdog story. I've got breaking news in this department. And I would say Volcom making the Olympic gear is okay. an underdog story in itself. So in Pyeongchang, okay. this is the last Olympics that happened in South Korea, there was a woman who somehow gamed the system okay. to get into the women's half-pipe skiing. Do you remember this? No. Okay. Somehow, she was from the United States... She somehow went to the events that there weren't a lot of people at okay. and stacked enough points so that she qualified to go to the Olympics for some little country. Lithuania. Some, I'm not yeah. even sure. But when it came time... That's to, the first country. When it came time to qualify, the performance was so terrible that it was like, okay, well, it was picked up by all the major news organizations and it was kind of like, this is the everyman example. Against Eddie the Eagle. Right, it's like this is this is this is the normal person, and then you can see how gnarly the pros are. It happened again, but now it's in snowboarding. Oh yeah, there is a snowboarding uh, woman who somehow has gamed the system. Okay, she's going for the country of Malta. I went and watched a bunch of her footage. Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's it she she's not going to podium. No. I mean, she's going to be participate in the Olympics. Yeah, she's an Olympian. She's an Olympian. You put that on your tombstone. I mean, I guess if you game the system. Oh, wow. I don't know. That's a. I'm just one. That's of those, a story to follow. I guess story to follow. But that's yeah, Todd's going to be so. You're, you want to talk about the Olympics all day, every day, and forever. I can't wait to not be talking about it. That was snow. I can't wait to be coming home on the airplane and thinking about going to Camp Shred. The next February twelfth and thirteenth. Are you guys closing? Yeah, we're ha- we're ha- we're headlining again. So you guys are you, you guys are closing on the thirteenth? No, on the twelfth. Okay, so I don't even get to see you. Oh, thanks a lot. You'll see Yovi. Yeah, but that's not cut you up. Well, you think Yovi would do a cut you up song, but like a mellower one? No. They have plenty of their own songs. Get my February twelfth, cut you up. My ass home. Harsh mellow. Bent deal. It's gonna be dope. My ass home before. Nerd news brought to you by Panic and Coffee and Tea. A new study out of Oregon has discovered that cannabis plants have the ability to protect human cells against COVID. Thanks a lot, U.S. government. Oh, Thank man. you. Got my vaccinations. Stayed in my house for two years, and all you had to do was smoke a little pot, and you'd be fine. Is that what you're telling me? 
It protects you against all the new variants, too. You need really? gummy. I saw that. This you, is... But does that mean CBD? Yeah, it's a cannabinoids. It's a derivative of the plant. Can you imagine all this shit that we're going through? And they're like, yeah, we kind of knew that if you just got like a little weed gummy or yeah, some CBD drops, that's like, never, you'd be fine. That's never happened before in any of this, in, in the real world of anything. You know, it's you strip this thing away, and it really does start to stink more and more like they're coming. And I'm not, look. Go deep, go for it. Come on. I'm not, Come on, conspiracy I'm Todd. Not go that in. Guy because everyone's going to label you. The cops are coming for Todd. Wow. <laughs> the politically correct police. But it's just, you, you strip it away, and it's more and more starts to look like there's a dollar it's to be obvious. made here, and it's a perpetuating of this fucking situation. And it's, it's, it's starting to stink, man. It's because. The government can't control you. Well, they can, but you can grow <laughs> cannabis plants or hemp plants in your yard. Not all states. It, where most places you can grow a plant in your yard that, guess what, has properties that have the ability to protect human cells against COVID. The government cannot make money off you growing the plant in your yard. Unless, so they don't like it. Unless they. The guys from Johnson & Johnson are like, what? No. No one's doing any pot around us. We're going to give you fentanyl. <laughs> okay? You can either grow your plant and maybe make some brownies, have a great afternoon at the beach, eating your brownies or your gummies, smoking a little reefer that's legal in most states in America, or you can go and get yourself some Oxycontin, get addicted, and you're shooting heroin, and you die. Or you could just maybe grow a plant in your yard. Mm -hmm. Conspiracy countdown. That's conspiracy number one. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I just, this, this is just like the ultimate, really. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, well, we kind of knew that that was possible, that hemp and cannabinoids would help you, but we didn't. We didn't really want to tell you. We didn't put a lot of money into that because the, we, the return. The mask people needed some money. Mm. 3M. What about a hemp mask? It needs to be 3M. <laughs> Can't be that. Chris, I don't know. Chris, there was a man that had a heart transplant by a pig. Guess what he did before that? What? He got baked. <laughs> and everything okay. was fine. So if you have a trans... Okay, so... It's it's pretty well known that you can get organs from like you can grow an ear on the back of a mouse and this like this crazy stuff. Do Government you, doesn't want you to know that. Do you retain some like do you have pig powers? Yeah, like I don't know. What happens? I would do it though. You get pigs a, are awesome. I know I love pigs, but do you do you retain like what is the power? Like what does a pig give you? A, like a sense of smell? Literally your spirit animal. You become your spirit. Animal. You are part pig. Yeah, but like, what and you're is, like rooting around. What's a pig's superpower? If you were like a man, cuteness. If you were a man pig, like, what is your? Um, you just they're the, pretty resilient. The ability pretty to just lay in filth, just be filthy, and cute. <laughs> um, reminds me of a pretty epic battle scene I just watched in the new episode of Boba Fett. Hell yeah! Pigs versus Wookies. Pigs versus Wookiees all day. I'm loving this show. I have no idea where it's going, but I'm loving it. I like it too a lot. Can you imagine being so? If spoiler alert, you're in your hyperbaric aqua chamber thing, Bacta. sleeping. Bacta. Bacta. You're regenerating your body, 
and all of a sudden you're ripped out of your sleep by a huge Wookiee who's evil. But then not evil. I don't think he's evil per se. He's doing he's a abused. job. Used. I think he's he was harmed. Right. But guess who's back? The Rancor. Yeah. Or a Rancor. Uh, yeah, maybe it's not, not the, the Rancor. I I'm loving it. It makes me want a Rancor because now they say They're that chill. Rancors are actually just pretty chill. Oh, the government won't tell you that but though. The, but the government makes them into fighting monsters. Yeah, they won't tell you that. They Rancors imp- are mellow. They imprint on the first person they see. Right. So, Just because it wasn't the guy from, you know, 3M. But hey, I don't understand. Okay, so this Rancor is obviously big. Yeah. So he's never seen anyone before? I think he's seen his trainer. And I think he had the eye things on long enough. This is real nerdy. Um, if you're not watching Book Above of it, why are you even sticking around for nerd news? They're that's, not. That's the they're, they're gone. They're long gone. They're not listening anymore. Chris, in just one short week and a little bit of other days... We're going to have the return of Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves is coming back. Love that show. Righteous Gemstones is so funny. Like, Where's the hype? Where's the joy and love for this show? It's amazing. And I'm going to wear my gloves surfing tomorrow. <laughs> tell, me yeah. about, tell me about your gloves again. I, I, Are they web I, gloves? No, they're not web gloves. Would you be bummed if they had a little bit of webbing? No. No? I mean, maybe. I used to wear web gloves when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. Um, do we let's, have any other? Yeah, let's, let's hit no, the questions. no questions. Let's. Maybe I have one. Oh yeah, I might have one. Questions are brought to you by Beneath Apparel. Okay, wait, before we go, um, where are you going? I just like to say um, that uh, the Jawbreaker Dear You 25th Anniversary Tour Spring 2022 is coming. Jawbreaker, Descendants, Face to Face, Fillmore Auditorium, Denver is where they kick it off April oh, 7th. Oh, man. Descendants and Face to Face. And Jawbreaker. And Jawbreaker. That's your dream show. Holy shit. This is your dream show. It's like I'll be there. I'll go with you. explosion of, of passion and awesomeness. Skateboards and Nature has a question. Mass question for Todd. Would you rather get nailed by a stingray or spend an entire week listening to nothing but Steely Dan? Ooh. When you say nailed by a stingray, do you mean sexually? No, physically. Oh. Spiritually nailed. Yes or no? Steely Dan. Thank you. And just for the record, Skateboards and Nature is a big Steely Dan fan. Uh, ben Sykes. Question for next week's podcast. Currently sitting in the ICU, having just broken and dislocated my neck, surfing my kids foamy in the kids' area of the beach, hit a sandbank. Holy crap, dude. Ben Sykes. I'm glad you're okay. That's scary. Um, What's the stupidest injury you've had... Over the years, surf, skate, or snow? Stupidest. Yeah. Good. I was drunk. Mm-hmm. I was I was high. I was on marijuana a long time ago. And I went snowboarding at night by myself <laughs> at Mountain High. <laughs> and it was icy. Good. And I thought it would be a good idea to hit a big plastic oh. quarter pipe. And when I woke up, <laughs> I was... Laying on this quarter pipe, I thought I broke my arm. Is this worse than the one where you split the tip of your penis with the Oh, no, I've had many stupid injuries. Split my vase de ferrance with a ski bamboo pole. Most of my uh, most of my injuries were caused by being an idiot. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, hurting myself, snowboarding at night, drunk, was really stupid. And I still, my shoulder still hurts. This really? is 10 years ago. And my penis is fine. <laughs> 
like, I don't even, like, where's here? You know, this is the first time we've been up. I'm stoked. Who is that? I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Just I'm stoked. so stoked. Yes. You guys are stoked. Five foot base with five inches of freshy on top. We bumped into a couple of people. What is that? It's just this thing. I, it was on the uh, Instagram yesterday. So oh, I like that guy. <laughs> He's so great. I gotta give a shout out to Lego. Lego new set, Queer Eye set. The Fab Five is back. I just built a Seinfeld set that's pretty similar. I saw to that. it. I'm buying the Queer Eye set from Lego. I love Legos. I love Queer Eye, and this is a match made in heaven for me. It's $99. You can get it at Target. It's the Lego Creator Expert Queer Eye Fab Five Loft Building Kit. I'm in. It's pretty crazy to, to think that Lego is now, they've expanded. Obviously, they're kind of growing with, with the generations that have supported them over the years. Yeah. But well, now, yeah, you can buy sets. Like, the Seinfeld set I got for Christmas is, it, I mean, I want more. Like, I want all, I want the Seinfeld Diner. I'm going to get the Queer Eye set. The, there's a bonsai tree that looks amazing, and it's just like meditation. Put these things together. I love Lego. Chris. Todd. We have, we have another question. Yeah. This is from Hater McBader. He's a big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. I'm mostly a fan of his. Sometimes he's pretty gnarly. It's great. But I love it. I, if you, I mean, you got to let shit bounce off you. I think that... Oh, no. I, yeah. We need more... I, we need more Hater McBader. We need more Hater McBader. Would you rather ride clicker bindings for the rest of your life or soft top surfboards for the rest of your life? Um, clicker bindings because I don't I only go snowboarding like twice a year. Yeah, but they so. didn't even work for you. Well, so. they will now when what, we what figured out the What makes you think about that? What makes you think that? Why, I don't I don't like riding soft tops that much. I like to ride a soft top a couple times a year. That's it. Next time we go snowboarding, are you going to try to ride those? No, I have new K2 bindings, new K2 straps. board. Yeah, standard bindings. I got you, I'm man's not, boots. You're not allowed. If you I know I'm not allowed to snowboard with you. Those with yeah. things again. I know. I don't want. I already my hate, setup. My current setup is. You're like great. worse than going snowboarding with my daughter. I know, but I'm gonna fix all that. I'm all set. I'm when ready we, to go. I don't we, know where my board is though. When we go to Peace Park, okay, I'll get you there. Thank you. I think it'd be great to have you there. I'd love to be there. I don't. Don't be weird around my friends though. I won't. But is Zeb Powell gonna be there? He might be. I'll be cool. Okay, you be cool. Okay, I'll be like. But we're not. Hey, wait, we're not waiting for you because your clicker binding broke. No, I I got all new gear. Chris, I have to. Um, I gotta get a haircut. I have. To I, have I have to leave before you. I've got so much happening. I've got. I'm much busier than you. I have a lot of. I have to go. Did you hear that? What? <laughs> all right, we will leave you guys. Um, with uh, a cut you up song from the album uh, Worse Than Wolves. How about a B-side? We'll see you next this time. This is the first song of the set we're playing. <laughs>